Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we continue in the Gospel of John, beginning in John chapter 6. Yes, my friends, for those who have been along for the ride so far this year, we are finally out of John chapter 5. That was a long chapter. So much of Jesus' identity was revealed as he performed a sign. And, and guess what we start with in chapter 6? We start with the the next sign, the next sign that reveals who Jesus is. Let's remember, the signs are meant to reveal Jesus's identity. We keep that in our mind and we're going to, we're going to have a great time understanding John's purpose. John's purpose is that we will believe that Jesus is the Son of God and have life in his name. And so let's jump in. John chapter 6, these last few days, we've only done a few verses at a time. Well, today we're doing 15 verses. We're going to look at the entire sign, and uh, this will set up uh, some discourse a little bit later in chapter 6. We won't get there today, though, and we actually won't even get there tomorrow. You'll see why, though. So John chapter 6, starting in verse 1, says, After this, well, after this encounter with the uh, religious leaders in Jerusalem, it says, after this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. It was uh, commonly known by the name the Sea of Tiberias, which is a city on the shore of the sea. And it says, and a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Now, this reminds us there, there are other th things happening here. Jesus is performing other miracles, but John, John in his focus, it's narrowed to these signs that reveal who Jesus is. This is the point that John is trying to make. Well, verse three, it says, Jesus went up on the mountain where he sat down with, with his disciples. Now, the Passover, the feast of the Jews was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, uh, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? Now Philip, he wasn't far from uh, his hometown, so Philip likely knew the terrain and, and the area. He knew about the, the economics of the time and, and where to go to buy the food. And, and so Jesus says, Where are we to buy food so that these people may eat? Well, he said this, look at this, to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Uh, Jesus, he, he has a plan, but he's... He's working with his disciples. He's teaching them. He's, he's going to work with the crowd, but he's really, he's leading these disciples toward faith in who Jesus is. Well, verse seven, Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Now, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother said to him, there, uh, excuse me, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they to so many? Now, Jesus is talking about uh, feeding all these people, you know, 5,000 people and uh, 5,000 men. And who knows how many women or children? Some estimates say, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 people possibly could have been present there. And this is uh, the, the amount of food required, this 200 denarii, this is 200 days wages. This is, you think about a, a Jewish person working six days a week, having the Sabbath off. This is talking about like, Two thirds of the year plus, right? This is a lot of this is a lot of money. This is a lot of time. This is a lot of wealth. Well, verse ten, Jesus said, "Have the people sit down." Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them so that those excuse me to those that were seated, so also the fish. 
as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten the fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. Listen, all these disciples are all carrying a basket afterward of leftovers. They started with five stale pieces of bread and two uh, stinky fish. And look what they have. They have five baskets of leftovers to carry. It says, And when the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, here it is, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. This is the one. This is the provider. Look, he has provided f- food. He has provided bread. Look, at, we, we, we remember, remember Moses? Moses, he provided bread. He provided sustenance. He provided life so that we could live. This is the prophet. Well, verse 15 perceiving that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus again withdrew to the mountain by himself. See, Jesus understands their their picture of him. They are starting to understand who he is, but they are seeing Jesus through their own filter. They are seeing Jesus through their own desire. They are seeing Jesus through this own caricature of who they think the Messiah or the prophet is. They want to seize him and start a revolt. They want to start a rally. They want to make it clear, this is the prophet. This is the king. This is the savior. They want a kingdom of this world. Well, we're going to find when we get toward the end of Jesus' story in John that Jesus tells Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. Jesus is doing good in this world. Jesus is for this world. Jesus wants good things to come of this world. But listen, that that was not his focus. And they, they had an idea of who he is, but it did not match who he intends to be, who he actually is. And so Jesus did not allow this. And there's so much we can talk about in this story, and we're going to talk about this story quite a bit when we get into the, the discourse as Jesus describes what, what is really happening with these people later in the chapter. But, but I want us to see at least two important applications, two separate ancient ways for our modern day that I think will help us understand how this applies to us and how we can live according to this. The first is we must remember that, that we do not we do not determine Jesus' identity. He does. All of John is revealing who Jesus is as, as the Son of God. And it's not our job to say, here's who I want him to be. It's not our job to interpret who he is based on what we want or our needs or our desires. Rather, we must allow the Scripture to speak for itself. And we must allow Jesus to be who the Scripture says he is, not simply who we want him to be. We must not make Jesus into our own image. We must become conformed to the image of Jesus. Have you done that? We, we live in a world that um, it seems like everyone wants a piece of Jesus. And everyone wants to say, Jesus, he fits into my social scheme. You know, I've heard of people who subscribe to a Marxist ideology. They say, well, Jesus would have been a Marxist. No, no, he would not have been that. Uh, I hear people who who subscribe to, and, and there's lots of different uh, definitions of Christian nationalism. They say, well, Jesus would want this, and, and maybe there's some things that he would want, but maybe there's some things that he would not want. 
See, everyone wants to, they, they want to grab hold of Jesus and allow Jesus to fit their cultural mold of what they want for society. And whether, if, whether you're on the left or on the right, you must be careful not to do that. I think we must look at all of the scripture and say, who is it that Jesus actually is? Who is it that Jesus actually is? We must allow the scripture to speak, not, not allow our words to drown out what the scripture says. Those who would say Jesus is a Marxist, they, they see these kind of things because they see Jesus' generosity toward the poor. Those are not the same thing. Those who would say, you know, Jesus wants us to have a Christian nation, they see, they see the law of God and the way it works in a nation. They understand that, that if a, a nation uh, implements the, the righteousness of God and as it governs over the land, they, they see the, the magistrates and the leaders and the governors and the presidents, if they rule according to what is right and true and just, justice according to God's word, then that land will thrive. They see this, they say, that, that's great, let's do this. But but sometimes they, they miss the point and, and they make Jesus's kingdom just about this world when it's so much more than that. Now, I promise my goal is not to uh, take one side or the other. My goal is to just ask you to consider where are you, where are you trying to fit Jesus into a picture of what you think he should look like rather than saying, let me look at all of the scripture. Who, who is Christ in all of the scripture? See, doing that will keep us from, uh, it will keep us from missing the point. It will keep us from missing the point that Jesus is a Messiah. He is a Savior who died. He died to pay the price for our sin. He, he was resurrected and now he rules and reigns in heaven. Is, should this world, is, should, it, should it follow his instructions? Absolutely but even if this world and even if our nation does not follow what Jesus has said is right and true and good and just, listen, believers in Christ still have a gospel to proclaim, a gospel that will see men and women, sinners saved and rescued from the wrath of God. This is, this is who Jesus is. First and foremost, we must understand this. Now, do we say this is only who he is? No, we must allow the fullness to come through, but we must be very careful we must be very careful. Well, this is, this is the first of the two ancient ways for our modern day that, that I wanted us to consider. And, and actually, based on timing, this is the only one we're going to consider today. Let's be careful. Let's be careful not to do exactly what these, these uh, early listeners to Jesus did. Let's be careful not to, not to seize Jesus by force and make him who we want him to be. Rather, let's allow Jesus to be who he is as revealed in the scripture. This is, this is our ancient way for our modern day.